Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. The Miami Heat, starting February 24th, plan to double their current capacity to about 3,000 total fans at American Airlines Arena. So far, they've been averaging about 1,500 fans to attend the Heat's past six home games starting in late January. Bottom line, more and more incremental progress to allow fans in venues. So good morning. This is your morning buzzcast for Friday, February 12th. We made it to Friday, everybody. Hope you're excited for a nice weekend. It's going to be awfully cold and rainy here in my hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina. Let's get right to the news. ESPN Plus continues to gain subscribers. Disney announced yesterday that the ESPN Plus service gained 600,000 new subscribers in the fiscal quarter ending January 2nd. So the service now has 12.1 million subscribers. That is up from 11.5 million subs the last reporting period. Now, those results were just part of Disney's over-the-top story in the first quarter. Disney Plus is now at close to 95 million subscribers. That's up from 86 million in December. Major growth for Disney Plus when you look at already the number of subscribers compared to the traditional television universe. Now remember, the price of an annual ESPN Plus subscription for new subscribers rose by $10 last month from $49.99 to $59.99. That was the first change to the annual subscription price since this service launched in April of 2018. So overall, ESPN Plus continuing to gain subscribers. ESPN Plus was certainly helped by college football, and the UFC has been a big driver of subscribers for ESPN Plus, which now has 12.1 million subscribers. Let's shift to tennis, because tennis fans will not be able to attend the Australian Open starting today, Friday, in Australia, as the state of Victoria is going into a 5 day lockdown amid a growing COVID-19 cluster in that city. So now their city will be in a lockdown of a minimum of five days, meaning fans will not be able to attend the Australian Open at least until the quarterfinal stage during week two. Now remember, the Australian Open was letting about 30,000 fans on the grounds every day. Those numbers did not hit 30,000. We were seeing reports of anywhere between half that, 15 to 17,000 on the ground. They will not have fans for the next five days. Now tennis officials at the Australian Open said they played no role in the government's decision to push ahead with the Australian Open despite the five-day lockdown. So keep your eye on that story. Meanwhile, we've talked on the Morning Buzzcast about how we've seen more and more participation in the game of golf since COVID. Well, golf is not the only sport to benefit. The USTA announced yesterday that tennis participation increased by 22% in 2020, with more than 21 million people hitting the courts. Of those 21 million, more than 6 million were new or returning players. So these outdoor sports, golf and tennis, getting major participation boost numbers 
during the COVID pandemic. Let's shift to college sports because Valparaiso University announced it is dropping the team name Crusaders, the school mascot, and all logos associated with the term Crusaders because the school says the term has been embraced by hate groups. So the school's faculty and the student senate each passed resolutions calling for the change and the university's alumni board of directors supported the move. Now a committee will study a new name and a new mascot, and this is for the school of 3,100 students. It's located in Northwest Indiana, so Valparaiso University, dropping the team name Crusaders and its mascot starting immediately. Shifting to the search for a new Pac-12 commissioner, I found these comments incredibly interesting and kind of in line with what we've talked about on the Morning Buzzcast. Former Utah Athletic Director Chris Hill said that the Pac-12, which of course is looking to replace outgoing Commissioner Larry Scott, needs to hire somebody who has real relevant experience in college athletics or someone who has been on a campus and understands the role the conference should play. He made those comments to the San Jose Mercury News. He suggested that the presidents should not look outside the industry the way some conferences have and the way that the Pac-12 did when it hired Larry Scott from the WTA Tour 12 years ago. Now, Pac-12 presidents and the search firm Turnkey ZRG are actively searching now But the former Utah Athletic Director Chris Hill said the Pac-12 should ignore the temptation to hire a sports media expert, even though media rights negotiations are expected to begin in late 2022. There's been some speculation that the conference has so much pressure on it to have a major media rights deal that they would bring somebody in from that media industry. I don't agree with that either. I think they should find someone who has real relevant experience on a campus, a very high profile athletic director or a commissioner from a smaller conference. I believe at the end of the day, the Pac-12 will go similar to the ACC when they hired Jim Phillips from Northwestern to lead its conference. But keep your eye on that. Chris Hill obviously believes the Pac-12 needs a real practitioner from college sports. NASCAR fans certainly excited for the Daytona 500 on Sunday. Remember, NASCAR plans to have about 30,000 fans at Daytona International Speedway on Sunday. Fox Sports has sold out of ad inventory for Sunday's race, and the network said it's pacing well ahead of its ad sales from last year, shows the early interest in NASCAR. Meanwhile, I was talking to a source yesterday who's connected to the NASCAR world. He actually forgot that NASCAR opened its season on Tuesday night with the Bush Clash on the Daytona road course. Well, apparently he wasn't alone because viewership was down 36% from last year on FS1. Last year, they had about 2.5 million viewers. This year, 1.5 million viewers. However, last year's race, the Bush Clash, was on a Sunday. This year, because of the change in schedule and the condensed speed weeks, it's on a Tuesday. So it's not surprising that the ratings were down about 36%. But overall, Fox Sports executives told our Adam Stern that they're feeling very bullish about NASCAR as it starts its 2021 season. Let's end this Friday with a couple of items about people. We keep talking about new documentaries about athletes. We know that Tom Brady's nine-part Man in the Arena series is coming out this fall. Well, his religion of sports has another athlete that they're doing a docuseries on, and that is gymnast Simone Biles. She will be the subject of the latest docuseries from Religion of Sports called Simone Versus Herself. 
which begins airing this summer on Facebook Watch. This is the third docuseries by Religion of Sports. Remember, they had Tom versus Time on Tom Brady a couple of years ago. They also had one on Steph Curry. Simone Biles will be the latest one sometime this summer on Facebook Watch. And finally, Todd Klein, a well-known sports business executive, is leaving Endeavor, where he's been for a couple of years, to go to the EPL club Tottenham and will serve as the club's chief commercial officer. Now, we all know Todd Klein's first major task there will be to find a naming rights partner for the Spurs' $1.3 billion stadium that has been open for almost two years now. I heard it's beautiful. Remember, the NFL has played games there. It's gotten rave reviews. The team's owner, Tottenham chair Daniel Levy, has taken the lead on negotiations up until now. They thought they'd have a deal by now. But not so. So Todd Klein will be looking to find a naming rights partner for the Tottenham Hotspurs. Meanwhile, Klein does have experience in that space. Remember, he helped land a deal for Hard Rock, an 18-year, $250 million naming rights deal. Hard Rock, Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. So good luck as Todd Klein leaves Endeavor for Tottenham. So that is your Morning Buzzcast for Friday, February 12th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great day, has a great weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, be good to each other, and I'll speak to you on Monday. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.